Effective Living with Reverend Henry Hubert. May you be blessed as you listen. Now, the message. Lord, you Thank God for sustaining us, protecting us, taking care of us in the midst of all the difficulties of our times. We thank God for his grace. It's still sufficient for us. Amen. Amen. All right. I want to continue my teaching on this important subject, more than money. In the book of Isaiah 55, the Bible says that it is possible to do a lot of transactions without money. He said, everyone who is thirsty, come to the waters. And you who have no money, come and buy. You who have no money, come and buy and eat. Yes, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. This scripture is one of the many scriptures that helps us to understand that all is not lost because you don't have money. This scripture teaches that you cannot live the rest of your life as if money is the most important thing. There are certain things that are more important than money. And when you have it, you never lack money. You can achieve a lot. You can do a lot, whether you have money in your pocket or not. When you have these five important endowments of God, your life will not be limited by money or lack of it. The Bible says that in Genesis 47, that verse 13, that money cannot be relied upon at all times. And more importantly, the time we live in, I believe this subject I'm teaching is so relevant to the time we live in. I started working on this message three years ago when the Spirit of God began to ask me to teach these things. There is an understanding the Spirit of God has given me about how I deal with my life in relationship to money for a long time now. But to put it into a message... It started three years ago, but I did not know that we will come to a time like this. When within 24 hours, somebody can just lose 140,000 Ghana cities within 24 hours. So if all you have is money, you are a very miserable person. Even though you think you are rich, you are a very miserable person. A friend of mine sent me a video last week about... One of the people that many people used to envy as one of the richest men in Ghana. And uh, I'm sure most, some of you have also seen this video where the man was lamenting. I felt very, 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 very sad that a man can see so much money. And today, not that they say, he himself was saying it on TV. He has sold everything. He has sold his houses. He has sold his cars. He has only one car left. And uh, I said, oh, this is in the Bible. There's somebody who used to take a helicopter from Accra to a certain chop bar in the eastern region for lunch to eat fufu and uh, Akrantinam soup for lunch and fly back before one hour break is over. Every week, they had money, join life. And today, even his appearance, you don't need anybody to tell you, this man is not happy. And he said it, I heard it, he said, all the money is, is, is finished, paying debts. That is not what God wants our life to be like. Amen. The Bible said in Genesis 47, it said there was no bread in all the land, for the famine was severe. 
so that the land of Egypt and the land of Canaan languished because of the famine. And Joseph gathered up all the money that was found in the land of Egypt and the land of Canaan for the grain which they bought. And Joseph brought the money into Pharaoh's house. So when the money failed, when the money failed, the land of Egypt and in the land of Egypt and in the land of Canaan, all the Egyptians came to Joseph and said, Give us bread, for why should we die in your presence? For the money has failed. The money has failed. I want to say that we live in times when it doesn't even look like things will get better soon. Let me be very frank. The more you pray, and these are times we need to pray for our nation. If you're a good Christian, you need to pray for your nation. You don't have to just pray for yourself alone because you live in a nation. And if things go bad, it affects you. But the more you pray, the more you can see in the spirit that the hardship we are in is not going to stop soon. It's going to be here for a while. So the earlier you understand why what I'm teaching is important, so you can go beyond money and rise above it and engage the mysteries of God that gives you an advantage within the economic space that we are, the better for you. If all you are doing is sitting there hoping things will get better soon, I'm sorry, um, you are not doing the right thing. So you may not see much money coming to you now, but you need to understand you can still achieve your dreams and goals without the money. You can still see your life making progress without the money. As for the money, whatever is happening to us, we don't have control over it. Five important things that are more important than money. The first one is, how many can mention the first one? Blessing. Blessing is more than money. Somebody say, blessing is more than money. money. (laughs) When the blessing of God is now in your life, that is when challenges will bring you to the point where you'll be in in the situation like the video I was talking about. Lack of blessing. Blessing is more than money. Number two, wisdom is more than money. Number three, favor is more than money. And number four, relationship is more than money. And the last one, a good name is more than money. Last Sunday, I talked about blessing is more than money. Today, I want to talk about wisdom is more than money. Ecclesiastes 10 verse 10, it says, If the axe is dull and one does not sharpen the edge, then he must use more strength. But wisdom brings success. If the axe is dull and you are using it, you need more sweat and toil. But wisdom will tell you before you use the axe, sharpen it. And the reason why wisdom is more than money is that it brings you success. You can have money and not be successful. But you cannot have wisdom and be a failure. You can have money and not be successful. But you cannot have wisdom and become a failure. If you have wisdom, you will be a successful person. And in your lifetime, may God bless you with more wisdom. Amen. The Bible said in Proverbs 3, 14, it said, Blessed is the man who finds wisdom. Let's read from verse 13. It said, Happy is the man who finds wisdom and the man who gains understanding. Happy is the man who finds wisdom. It is only people who don't know what wisdom is that frown at it. Somebody who gave you wisdom has done you more good than somebody who gave you money. And most of the time, that is why for you to get wisdom, you need to pay for it. And every now and then, we pay for wisdom without knowing. Yeah, happy is the man who finds wisdom, the man who gains understanding. Verse 14 says, For her proceeds 
are better than the profits of silver and her gain than gold. Her proceeds are better than the profit of silver and her gain than fine gold. And in the time when this scripture is being written, money was silver and gold. So this scripture in our day and time could have said, getting wisdom is better than getting money. Getting wisdom is far, far, far better than getting money. In the book of Proverbs chapter 8 from verse 11, it says, for wisdom is better than rubies, which means riches. And all the things that one may desire cannot be compared to her. Can we read this in NLT? For wisdom is far more valuable than rubies. Nothing you can desire can compare with it. Anything you want in life on earth cannot be compared to wisdom. Verse 12. I, wisdom, live together with good judgment. I know where to discover knowledge and discernment. All who fear the Lord will hate evil. Therefore, I hate pride and arrogance, corruption, and perverse speech. This is the how wisdom manifests. When you see wisdom manifesting anywhere in people's life, you will see the fear of God. You will see the absence of what? Pride, arrogance, corruption, and profanity. You will see them absent. Okay. He said, common sense and success belong to me. Insight and strength are mine. Common sense and success, they belong to me. That is wisdom talking. Can we continue? Because of me, kings reign, and rulers make just decrees. It's a wisdom said, I put people on the throne. That means when I'm not there, people are dethroned. Let's continue. Rulers lead with my help, and nobles make righteous judgments. I love all who love me. Those who search will surely find me. I have riches and honor, as well as what? Enduring wealth. That's what we are talking about. Enduring wealth. He said, I have riches and honor. Wisdom says, when you find me, eh, you find riches and honor. And not just riches. Enduring wealth. Enduring wealth means that riches that will survive the crisis of the time. I pray over your life that it will never be said that you used to be rich. Because there are people today... That's what they, that is what is being said about them. There are people today who say, oh, he used to be a very rich man in, in Ghana. A lot of properties and wealth all over the place, but today he sold everything and so owing. That will not be your story. Yeah. I said, that will not be your story. Yeah. In the name of Jesus, yeah. I have riches and honor as well as enduring wealth and justice. Why is wisdom more than money? Because wisdom prevents wrong decisions that lead to poverty. Wisdom prevents wrong decisions. I want to say today that poverty is a result of bad decisions. When you see people behaving in a particular way, nobody will tell you that it's just a matter of time. They will be poor. Poverty has a lifestyle. When you see people are poor, there's a way they live their lives. And it's a result of lack of wisdom. When wisdom is not there, people make all the wrong decisions. Even if you give them all the money in the world, 
That is why I tell people, don't just be envious about somebody's money. When you yourself, you are not making any effort to gain wisdom. Don't just be in a hurry to get money when you have no wisdom. Don't just be in a hurry to go after rich people to want to take their money from them. Even if they give it to you, you will still become poor because you lack wisdom. Ecclesiastes 7 verse 12. Ecclesiastes 7 verse 12 is a very interesting scripture. It says, wisdom is what? A defense as money is also a defense. But the excellence of knowledge is that wisdom gives life to those who have it. <laughs> wisdom is a defense. Money too is a defense. Sometimes people mistakenly equate wisdom and money because sometimes it looks like that. But when you look further, you see that mm -mm, wisdom will take you places money can never take you. Wisdom gives life to those who have it. So when you have wisdom, it helps you to make the right decisions that position you to be prosperous. When you lack wisdom, it makes you make decisions that position you to be poor. There are people who shouldn't worry themselves looking for money because they will lose it all. Can I say that again? There are people who shouldn't worry themselves getting money. And there are many stories I can tell you. Now, there was a boxer called Mike Tyson. How many have heard of Mike Tyson before? Yeah, one of the greatest boxers of all time. He was the youngest boxer to win the heavyweight title. World record at 20. He was the heavyweight champion. And by the age of 22, and he was the first boxer to win all the heavyweight titles. That means WBO, IBF, WBF, four titles. He won all of it, beat everybody. He was the first boxer to do that. By the age of 25, this guy was worth $350 million through boxing people and beating them up. <laughs> My taxi set a record, knocking somebody out in 16 seconds of the first round of the fight. Ke, 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 16 seconds, match is over. That's how strong he was. He had money. He bought Rolls Royce all colors. If he's going out wearing white, he uses white Rolls Royce. By the age of 30, Mike Tyson was broke, has been to prison once and came out. All the money is gone. How do you explain that? How do you explain that? All the money is gone because when you give money to a fool, it is like pouring water into a basket. It is like pouring water into a basket. When you give money to a fool, it is like pouring water into a basket. And there are many Christians who were good Christians when they were poor until they had money. There are many Christians that were good Christians until they have small money, just a little. And suddenly, their life has changed. Foolishness has taken over their lives. That is why... Wisdom is better than money. The second reason why wisdom is better than money is that wisdom provides solutions that are priceless. The reason why wisdom is better than money is, is because life is not always straightforward. Life is not always a straight line. Life is not always simple. Life is not always sunrise and sunset. 
Sometimes in between the sunrise and sunset, complications manifest. Situations that is mind-boggling will confront you. On the journey of life, there are decisions you need to make. It will either make you or break you. It will either take you forward or destroy you for life. Some people have made one decision. It has brought, you know, consequences for life that has destroyed them, never to recover from it. And because the wisdom to just know "Mm, this thing is wrong was not there. One wrong decision is enough to render you useless. That is why wisdom is more than money. Yeah, the Bible said in the book of Daniel, then Daniel was brought in, Daniel 5.13, then Daniel was brought in before the king. The king spoke and said to Daniel, are you that Daniel who is one of the captives from Judah, whom my father the king brought from Judah? I have heard of you that the spirit of God is in you and that light and understanding and excellent wisdom are found in you. Now, the wise men, the astrologers have been brought in before me that they should read this writing and make known to me its interpretation, but they could not give the interpretation. And I have heard of you that you can give interpretation. So there is a problem of a national proportion like it is in a certain country. Now, I tell you, I tell you, that if any country knows how to just hold the dollar a little and can provide the advice to the president of that country, I think the president will pay any money for it. What do you think? He'll pay anything for it. It is like nobody knows what to do again except pray. That's where our country has reached. Nobody knows what to do again. Nobody knows what is happening. All the theorists can hold the dollar. But I can tell you there's a solution to the problem. And it's with people who have wisdom on matters of finance beyond the normal. This one is beyond the normal. And people pay for solutions that are priceless. That's why consultants don't take salary. Consultants are paid by the minute. There are consultants who charge for every 10 minutes you stay with a person. He charges you. And the charge is not small because of the level of wisdom they have. And you won't pay such money unless the problem you are in is a big one. So Daniel was needed because all the ordinary advisors to the king, the wise men, the spiritualists, the astrologers, all the people couldn't help the king out. And when you have wisdom, that is how money comes into your hands. By helping people to find solution to their problems that has defied every human effort. And sometimes in your lifetime, people will employ you because you provide a performance at work that is beyond the normal. Not every employee can be asked to go home. Some employees will have to go home because what they do, everybody can do it. If all you do at work is something everybody can do, you are not valuable. And for God's sake, stop thinking you need to be paid because you are employed. It's only in Africa people expect to be paid because they be employed. People are paid for the work done and the value of the work you are doing. So every time, ask yourself, what am I doing in this office? How valuable it is. How is he helping the company, the organization? And then you realize that your performance at work is priceless. Your boss treats you different. They pay you different. 
they treat you special. They don't talk to you anyhow. If they talk to you anyhow, it's because they can get rid of you anyhow. That's why every now and then people need to go to school. Because when you go to school, you pay money uh, to get more wisdom in the area of your profession. That is why the more education you get, your salary goes up because your employer believes you can provide better solutions. It's not, I've been in this company long. Somebody can come with a higher qualification than you and be your boss. And there's nothing you can do about it. Even if you pray against him, God will answer it. Because that person is your boss because he knows more than you know. He knows more than you know. And I have heard of you that you can give interpretation and explain enigmas. An enigma is, uh, in my dad, I said, it's a problem. You can't tell the head of the problem or the tail. It's complex. Complex. Like the behavior of the dollar. Complex. <laughs> the economy experts are there, but uh, life is not always straightforward like that. <laughs> Sometimes one plus one, you try, it won't give you two. Never. <laughs> that is why wisdom is a powerful thing. He said, now, if you can read the right thing, and make known to me its interpretation. You shall be clothed with purple and have a chain of gold around your neck and you shall be the third ruler of the kingdom. That's a lot of money looking for people. Money is looking for somebody. You'll be the third ruler in the kingdom. Money can put you in such a place. Wisdom can put you there. That's why sometimes you need to Put money aside and go get wisdom. And go get wisdom. That is why when God came to Solomon and said, Solomon, ask what I'll give you. Solomon, remember what his father taught him. Proverbs 4, verse 4. Let's read from verse 3 so we can understand. Everybody look at this. This is Solomon talking, right? He said, when I was my father's son and tender and the only one in the sight of my mother, I was what? My father's son and special Verse, verse 4. He also what? Taught me. Sometimes you, what you need is teaching. Teaching. You need people to teach you how to be successful. And that's why you need to love me for what I do to you. I'm teaching you something good. What I'm doing to you is more than me giving, taking money and giving to you. Because when I give you money, it will finish. Thank you. But this one I'm doing to you, it will take you far. Yeah. I see you on the top. Yeah. I said, I see you on the top. Yeah. I said, I see you on the top. Yeah. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. He taught me and said, look at it, and said to me, let your heart retain my words, keep my commands, and... David told Sol Solomon, he said, Solomon, you're going to be the next king after me. Let me tell you, everything I tell you, I'm an old man. I've lived this life of royalty from a shepherd in the bush to a king. I know life. I'm talking to you, listening. And sometimes the key to our success is to be able to respect people with experience, people with the track record of success, people with great achievement. You sit down and listen to them. There are people you meet in your life. You don't need them to give you money. You just need to listen to them. You listen. And you take what they have told you and you do it. He said, keep my commands and you will live long. Can I tell you this? 
You might not have heard this before. Can I tell you something? Why did David choose Solomon to be his successor? Because among his sons, he saw Solomon was the one who could listen, take his advice most. Don't waste your time investing to arrogant, rebellious people. Are you hearing me? Don't waste your time doing that. Look for people who value wisdom, who are teachable and humble enough to learn. Invest into them. You will never be disappointed. And one of the reasons why successful and great people may avoid you is because they can see you don't want to learn. You only want to enjoy. There are people who get close to rich people just because they want to enjoy. Oh, he has money. We'll chop some. You will chop it, and after you finish chopping, you will be poor. Chopping is the language of poor people. Oh, money has come. We will chop. We will chop. Enjoyment. 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 Look at verse 5. It said, what did David tell Solomon? He said what? Get wisdom. Get understanding. Do not forget, nor turn away from the words of my mouth. That is it. These are the things that Solomon knew before God arrived with a question. Before God asked Solomon, what do you want? These are the teachings that Solomon had sat down and received from his father. So by the time God arrived, Solomon said, oh, I know. I know what I want. I know what I want. Give me wisdom. Don't give me money. Give me wisdom. Please, stop praying for money. I said what? Stop for money. How many have heard what I said? I said you should stop doing what? I love you so much. I need to tell you this. Pray for wisdom. In the book of 1 Kings chapter 10, it said the weight of gold that came to Solomon yearly was what? 600 and... The weight of gold that comes... The result of that prayer... Hello? The result of the prayer, God... All I want is wisdom to rule well. This is the result. Can you see it on the screen? Every year, the amount of gold alone, not all the riches of gold alone, is what? 666 talents of gold. Verse 15. Besides that from the traveling merchants, that means apart from the 666 talents of gold, other riches were also coming. From the income of traders, and from all the kings of Arabia, and from the governors of the country. Now, I want to show you some little work I did on the gold alone. The gold alone, 666 talents of gold, is equivalent to 23 metric tons of gold today. And at the time I was working on this, last week, one metric ton of gold is $64 million. Don't be annoyed with the figures. You will soon have some like this. One metric ton of gold is $64 million. So when Bible says every year 666 talents of gold is what Solomon makes, it's equivalent to $1.472 billion from gold alone every year. That's what wisdom brings Solomon. Why should I be praying for money? When somebody prayed for wisdom and became this rich, this is just a year from gold alone. I can take you and do, show the same analysis of what he gets from his uh, merchants and from what he gets from the consultancies that he was giving to kings all over the world. People like the Queen of Sheba came to him. What he gave, when you analyze their figures, this guy was making hundreds of billion dollars every year, not in his whole lifetime. I pray for wisdom. 
Hallelujah. <laughs> wisdom is better than money. Wisdom is better than money. How do I get wisdom? Number one, pray for it. James 1, 5, if anyone like wisdom, let him pray for it. Number two, spend quality time with the Bible. The word of God is the greatest resource for wisdom, which we don't know. The Bible, the word of God is loaded with principles of wisdom. And the people who laugh at it and ignore it, they are the ones that are granting interview on TV, telling people how they are poor now. Arrogance and pride, it will land you there. You can only tell how rich you used to be. But wisdom said, I give you enduring wealth. May that be your portion. Amen. Third key to getting wisdom, we associate with wise people. Amen. Proverbs 13, 20, he that walks with wise men shall become wise. That means look for people wiser than you and learn from them. Look for people wiser than you. Everywhere you hear wisdom being dispensed. Position yourself there. Learn from experts, not from everybody who wants to say something. Because we live in a world, everybody wants to say something about everything. But learn from people. People who have the track record. People who have the results to show. People who have proof of what they have achieved. Learn from them. It includes reading. It includes attending seminars. It includes every way by which you can learn and get people's wisdom. Lift the right hand and say, Lord, give me wisdom. Somebody says, Lord, I need more wisdom. Jesus, may the Lord increase you in wisdom. Were you not surprised when the Bible said about Jesus, the Son of God, the Son of God, when he came on earth, the Bible said he increased in three things. And the first one that was mentioned, according to Luke 52, 52, the Bible said Jesus increased in wisdom. If the Son of God increased in wisdom, it's telling you the thing is valuable and precious and important. May God increase you in wisdom. May God increase you in wisdom. In Jesus' name. Amen. Number three, favor is better than money. Favor is better than money. Favor means an act of kindness beyond what is usual. Favor also means goodwill or approval that is given to someone. When God favors you, it means that he is giving you endorsement. He is putting his credibility and his reputation on your name. You know, there are people who won't look into your face unless you mention somebody's name. Because they don't know you. But there are certain people right now who can take a phone and make a call and say, this man is my son or this man, I know him, he's very good. I want you to help him. And based on the recommendation of that person and how important that person is, you will be granted all the attention. That's how favor works. You may have nothing and be nobody, but when God puts his favor on your life, it compels people to treat you special. It compels people to treat you well and to do for you what they normally wouldn't do. And favor is so important because it is more than money. Why is favor better than money? <laughs> Number one, because favor will give you what money can never give you. Wow. If all you have is money, you are limited. You will go up to a point. There's, there are places you can't go unless favor is on your life. Favor will give you what? What money can never give you. Esther 5, from verse 2 to 3, we all know the story. One day, the king, Xerxes, he said to Esther, ask what you want. I will give you up to half my kingdom. But before the king would ask such a question, the Bible said, Esther found favor in his sight. 
And that was after Esther had fasted for three days and three nights without food. And he wasn't praying for money. I want your prayer times to be less of the word money and more of words like what? Wisdom, favor, wisdom, favor. Lord, give me more wisdom. Give me more favor, more favor. She found favor in his sight. And the king held out to Esther the golden scepter that was in, in his hand. Then Esther went near and touched the top of the scepter. And verse 3, and the king said to her, What do you wish, Queen Esther? What is your request? It shall be given to you up to half the kingdom. Oh, my God. May God increase favor upon somebody today. I said, may God increase favor upon somebody today. In the name of Jesus. Let me tell you something. Everything you need, somebody has it now. Every money you need now, somebody has it. Doesn't know what to do with it. But it takes favor for that person to walk to you and give you that contract. One contract. That is worth $10 million. Only favor can bring that kind of contract. You know, people will have to go and bribe for that kind of contract. And even after bribing, sometimes they don't get it. But favor can bring you one contract. One business partner. You know, I, I know a man in Church of Pentacles who, who said he met a man on the street. The man owns one of the biggest pharmaceutical companies in Ghana now. He met an Indian. He said, what do you do? He said, I sell. He said, I want to bring some products to you for you to sell. And he sold it. He brought him one carton. And he sold it. And he sent the money to the man. And the man sent him 10 cartons. And he sold it. And sent the money to the man. And the man sent him 50 cartons. And he sold it. And he sent the money to the man. And the man sent one container. And he sold it and sent the money to the man. Then the man came himself. He said, who is this guy? Now he didn't send container. He came himself. Not knowing them, this man he met, he didn't know that the man was a multi-millionaire. The man came and said, we are not doing container, container things again. We are opening a factory in Ghana. Favor. From a small chemical shop owner in the, in the corner of Accra, small chemical shop, he now owns a pharmaceutical company. I'm talking about Tobinko Pharmacy. Favor, why haven't you met such people all your life? How you did, Lord, give me money, oh, eradier, eradier. We rebuke that kind of prayer in Jesus' name. Favor on my life. Favor. Favor. I said, Favor. Favor will give you what money can never give me. Somebody say, I receive favor. Somebody shout and say, I receive favor. Number two, favor will take you places that money can never take you. Favor will take you places that money can never take you. Esther was an orphan. Father and mother dead. Not knowing what the future holds. Survivor was his, her mindset. But one day, God decided to grant her favor. The queen of the land decided to misbehave. You know, sometimes God can make people misbehave because he wants to favor you. Oh, yes. Did you hear that one? Yeah. yeah. If God wants to favor you, he will make people misbehave and lose all their customers. And then so that those customers will become your own. That is why if God gave you customers, treat them well. Because somebody misbehaved and the God brought them to you. Yeah. God can make somebody misbehave. One day, a multimillionaire was restaurant with a wife. And then there was a lady who was a wait, waitress. And the man said, Honey, you see that, that lady I proposed to her before? And she said no. And this woman called the, the waitress. I said, Thank you for saying no to this man. <laughs> if, if not for you that said no, I wouldn't be here. Yeah, sometimes people say no because God wants to favor another daughter of Zion. Sometimes people close doors. 
to people who are overqualified because there's a brother who's praying for favor in the house. How many brothers are praying for favor in the house? Somebody's praying for favor in the house, so God has to close doors to somebody who is overqualified. Favor will take you places that money can never take you. Number three, favor does not permit you to be empty-handed. I love this one. If favor is really on your life, you can never meet me anytime and say, I don't have any money. That's not possible. It is an expression that your level of favor is very low. Exodus 3.21. God himself who said it, so we need to read it. To have money sometimes, no money sometimes, it's a sign that your level of favor is very low. Because if favor is really at a certain dimension in your life, things will be bad, things will be hard. But at least there will be money in your pockets. Yeah, show me a man that is highly favored. He can take all his money, this last one. Give it out. And the next minute, money is running into his hands. And I will give these people money. Is that what the Bible said? This is God talking to Moses. This is God talking to Moses. He said, I will give these people favor in the sight of the Egyptian. And it shall be when you go that you shall not go empty-handed. Look at the right hand and say, in the name of Jesus, I declare about my life. From today, the favor of God is upon my life. I shall never be empty-handed. In the name of Jesus, my pocket will never be empty. My wallet will never be empty. My purse will never be empty. My bank account will never be empty. My home shall never be empty. Favor will never permit you to be empty-handed. From today, I declare the favor of God is working in your life. Your shop will not be empty. Your, your, your house will never be empty. You will never open your fridge and all you see is water. I rebuke that spirit. That is disfavor at work in your life. Anytime you open your fridge and then all that is left is water, start fasting. Say, Lord, favor, 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 favor. Stop asking for money. Anytime you take your wallet and the wallet is empty, start praying, Lord, give me favor. Lord, I need favor. Stop praying for money because when favor is upon your life, you cannot be empty-handed. Today, I command a release of favor. I said, I command a release of favor. I see favor increasing on somebody's life. Oh God, I pray today, let no one leave this house today without favor. Let no one leave this house without increase of favor. Lord, let no one go home empty-handed without favor upon his life. Receive favor today. Receive favor today. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Somebody shout and say, favor! favor. <laughs> Number four, favor make it impossible for people to deny you what you need. Every time you go, they say no. It is telling you your level of favor is too low. When favor is on your life, they can't say no. They will plan to say no. But when you arrive, they change their mind. When they see your face, when they see your face, they cannot open their mouth and say no. Because favor will stop that word no. From today, I declare that you will never suffer rejection. Amen. In the name of Jesus, you will never ever suffer rejection. Amen. Everywhere you go, doors will open for you. Amen. In the name of Jesus, Amen. Exodus 12, 35. 
Favor does not permit anybody to deny you what you need. If you need it, you will have it. Unless you don't want it. Unless you don't want it. Do you really want it? You are going to have it. I said, I see your needs met because of favor. In the name of Jesus. Now, the children of Israel had done according to the word of Moses. And they had asked from the Egyptians. What did they do? They asked. They asked. I need a job. They can't look at you and say no. I need a contract. They can't tell you no. I see it happening in your life. I said, I see it happening in your life. I see it happening in your life. They asked from the Egyptians articles of what? Silver. Articles of gold. And clothing. They asked for it. These are slaves asking their masters. Do you have gold in your house? They say yes. Can you bring all of them out? Yes. What about silver? So I have plenty. Can you bring all of them out? He said, yes. What about clothing? All the expensive ones, the Louis Vuitton, the Gucci, the Zara, you know. Bring those ones out. Do you have them? He said, yes, I'll bring them out. i bring them out. Okay. I need them. That's why I asked for them. Okay, take it. I see it happening in your life. I said, I see it happening in your life. Listen, you don't need money to wear Gucci. I mean, quality one. You don't need money to use Dior bag. That's if if you have not heard the name before. Favor can still give it to you. I said, Favor can give it to you before you get to know the name. One of these days, it will be happening to you. Yeah, God is about to bless you. God is about to bless you. You don't need money to wear Versace. You don't need money to wear it. No, 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 no. Favor, favor, favor. Favor will bring it to you. Favor will make people go to the shop. And when they want to buy that one, the Holy Spirit will tell them, no, buy this one. Buy that one. This year, I told my wife, I said, I'm going to buy a phone. And uh, I have enough money to buy any phone I want. Are you hearing me? But sometimes, priority is very important. I have an old phone that can make calls and receive calls. <laughs> my children were always laughing at my phone. People around me were laughing secretly about my phone. But I really don't care about certain things. See, you know, most of the time, when you see me using something expensive, I didn't use money to buy it. I have people to take care of. I have needy people to help. You know, so I told my wife, I said, I'm going to buy iPhone 13. But I was still using the old phone. On my birthday, somebody who didn't hear the conversation gave me a little gift bag on my birthday. I, in fact, I did not know it was a phone at all. When I got home, I opened it. Then I started shouting and calling my wife. I said... <laughs> I said, somebody has given me a phone. Somebody has given me a phone. My wife now took over. She took it and said, let me see what kind of phone. <laughs> My wife took it, opened it, and then she told me, it's iPhone 13 Pro Max. <laughs> it's very expensive. Favor gave it to me. Yeah. This one. Favor gave it to me. I can't remember the last time I bought phone myself. The one you were laughing at, it was a gift. <laughs> It's a gift. You can use this. It's favor or it's on your life. You can use it. Young lady, you don't need to sell yourself to a guy for this. Fast and pray like Esther did for favor. Favor will give you this. It's not a secret girlfriend who gave me this. No, 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 no. You don't need to sell yourself cheap for a car. Favor does not allow people to say no. Verse 36. And the Lord had given the people favor. Oh, Lord, give some people favor today. Lord, give somebody favor. Give somebody favor. Give somebody favor in the house. Favor for contracts. Favor for promotion. Favor for, for scholarships. Favor in this house. 
Favor for riches and prosperity. Favor for lands. Favor for houses. Hey, somebody here, I prophesy to you. Houses you didn't build, you will live in them. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of... Listen, one day, I had a testimony in this church. I couldn't sleep the whole night. I said, ah, what else can't favor do? Somebody met a member of this church. Look at her and say, I like your smile. I want to give you land. Just like that. Just like that. And give the member land. In a very, 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 very good place. Not far away in the bush. How long have you been smiling? <laughs> when you smile, people frown. When you smile, people frown. But from today, favor is coming upon your life. Lord, give us favor. In this economic time, favor will still make you a millionaire. Favor will bring millions into your life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Look, cars that people never thought you can drive. I was telling uh, somebody last week, I said, the car I brought to church, sometimes I still, I still think like it's not mine. Because I'm so used to borrowing people's cars that once in a while I forget myself and I feel like, okay, let me hurry up and send the car to the owner. That's how I still think sometimes. I still drive and I ask him, so is this car mine? How did I own this? It's a very good car. I don't open bonnet to check the oil in my car. <laughs> I punch something on the screen to see whether the oil level is okay, the transmission oil is okay, the wiper water is okay, coolant water is okay. Even if my brake pad is having problem, the screen will tell me. Favor will give you what your own money cannot buy. Amen. Favor will make you wear dresses that you can't buy. Amen. And the Lord had given the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians so that what? They what? Granted them what they requested. And they plundered the Egyptians. To plunder means they took everything away without stealing it. Without stealing it. It's not only rituals that you do for people to give you everything they have without thinking. It's not only charms. Favor can come upon your life. And people will go out of their way, hold you by the hand, and take you places. Pay all the bill and ask that they should help you. People can do that for you. May that be your story. Amen. I said, may that be your story. Amen. May that be your experience. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. How do I experience favor? Number one, pray for it. I said, in this church, don't pray for money again. How many have heard what I said? Let me see your hand up. Green, those who are writing. Don't pretend you didn't hear me. <laughs> don't pray for money again. What are you praying for? Favor. favor. We are praying for favor. We are praying for wisdom. How many are ready to pray for favor? Stand to your feet. You are ready to pray for favor. Pray for favor. Amen? Amen. Number two, celebrate favor. Celebrate favor. Somebody say celebrate favor. Celebrate. What does it mean to celebrate favor? Anytime somebody is favored, congratulate the person. Be happy for the person. If somebody drives a brand new car to the car park, be the first to go and say, oh, I, this car is nice. I'm happy for you. Congratulate. Don't say, hmm. To know. New car and so what? Maybe cry. He went to sleep with somebody and they gave it to him. Anytime you frown on favor, it runs away from you. Am I helping somebody? Anytime you frown on favor, what happens? 
favor will leave you. Celebrate favor. Anytime somebody is sharing a testimony, somebody is about to get married, be happy for the person. Don't say, oh, look at his face. It's not even nice. Yeah, he said he's say going to do a wedding. We proper people, we are here, and he says he's going to do a wedding. No, be happy. Celebrate favor. Celebrate favor. Number, number three, sow seeds of favor. A seed of favor is when somebody didn't ask you for something, and you just decided by yourself. Are you listening to me? Yes. When somebody didn't ask you for something, and you decided by yourself to do something special for the person as a surprise, we call it seeds of favor. The person didn't ask you, the person wasn't expecting it, but you just decided that, let me do something for this person. You open a door for, it's a seed you are sowing, which will come back and happen for you too. Some of you pray for favor every day, but you don't believe in favoring people. When somebody didn't ask you for money, you heard of a problem the person has, and you decided to just give the person money. You have just positioned yourself. A day is coming, people you didn't ask money are going to bring you money. Seeds of favor. Number four, give sacrificially. Number five, excellent. That means produce quality. Produce quality. Number five, a good image. Number six, honor. Lift up your voice. Lift up your right hand to heaven. Say, my father. Favor upon my life. Favor upon my life. I receive favor upon my life. 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 Financial favor. Favor upon my marriage. Favor upon my children. Favor over my business. Favor upon my career. I receive favor in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray for everyone today in the name of Jesus. I command the release of favor. Oh my God, I see it happening. I command the release of favor. Command unusual doors to open. I command increase to come to people. In the name of Jesus, let the favor of God manifest. Let the favor of God manifest. Let the favor of God manifest. Let the favor of God manifest upon the life of your children. In Jesus' name. Hope you've been blessed by today's message. You can contact Reverend Hubert on 030-340-7970 or 024-33-11201. Remain blessed.